At 4 p.m., I pick up my daughter from school. There was a new security guard by the school. She was directing the traffic. And I said, thank you so much for keeping us safe. Now, this saved a life. I stopped. It was an extra 15 seconds. And then I went. And I was going very slowly. And then a kid runs into the street and somebody pulls her back. Now, if I would be there 10 seconds earlier, I would probably run over this girl. And I was shaking. I looked at my daughter and I said, oh my God, Tiferet, gratitude saved this girl's life. This is Hope to Recharge. I'm Atana. I'm here to guide you and support you through your challenging times, navigating through depression, anxiety, and other mental health struggles. If you know me, you know that my passion is the topic of gratitude. I always feel very strange when it comes to Thanksgiving week to talk about gratitude because I speak about gratitude all the time. Sometimes it's a little bit embarrassing to speak about gratitude because when people are going through so much pain, they often think that speaking about gratitude is negating their suffering, negating their pain. After years of working with my mentor on this topic of fear of judgment, of what people will think about me because I'm so passionate about the topic of gratitude because I know what it did for me in my life through my recovery from depression and anxiety. I know how gratitude rewired my brain and I know how gratitude comes along with me every single day, multiple times a day, how I show up with others, how I show up with my mind, how I show up with my loved ones, how I show up in my community. Gratitude is my joy. It's really my joy. I started cultivating it 13 years ago. I find myself not sharing with the enthusiasm that I have in my heart. I find that I mute it when I share it out loud because I'm afraid of judgment. But then I realized if I'm not sharing it with my enthusiasm and passion, I am robbing the world the opportunity to tap into the tool of gratitude just like I did 13 years ago when I was not getting out of bed, when I couldn't swallow, when I couldn't sleep, when I couldn't shower on my own, when every little bit of food went down my throat immediately, came right back up. And with all the medication for antidepressants and anti-anxiety and the therapy I was going through, I needed something bigger than that. And I stumbled upon gratitude. And I realized that every religion and every topic of success in life, any topic of success, if it's relationships, if it's financial, if it's well-being, if it's health, if it's mental health, if it's brain exercise, any topic of success brings in the topic of gratitude. So the gratitude is foundation. Living with gratitude, great, living with gratefulness is foundation to success in any area. In my opinion, I'm going to say a bold statement here. There is no long-term success, what you define as success, without gratitude. Without gratitude. Gratitude is one of the key components to day-to-day living with courage, with authenticity, with kindness, with love, with meaning. It's just so powerful. They say that gratitude and love are the same frequency. So when we feel the emotion of true grateful living, it's the same frequency as love. We have the same hormones released like when we feel deep love because we're connecting to meaning. We're connecting to something bigger than our adversity. We're choosing to show up and see what is working. My good friend Alyssa 
shares with me a lot about DBT and the dialectic part, the dialectic. I, I said to her, can you define dialectic? And she says, it's it's about the and. And I said, that's so interesting because I often say that gratitude is about the and. Even though I am in so much pain about what's going on with ABC, even though I'm so stressed about ABC, even though I'm sad about ABC, even though I'm angry or resentful about ABC, I choose and I am grateful for EFGHIJ, even though I'm in pain. So I could be in pain and grateful. I can be angry or I don't like the word anger, but like resentful at someone and grateful at the same time. We can be exhausted and grateful. We can be enthusiastic and in fear of the unknown and grateful. It's with the and. A lot of people don't understand gratitude. And when they hear gratitude, they tune out. They're like, oh, it's a whole bunch of like mind games. And it's it is a mind game, but a mind game that works. It's the gratitude effect. I know if you know me and you've been here for a long time, you know how passionate I am about the gratitude effect. And there's a reason why there's so many books out there about the power of gratitude. And every book has a little bit of a different twist about how to implement it, how to show up with it, how to understand it. This episode is sponsored by our incredible sponsor from the beginning, BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com, the leading online platform for therapy. Many people come to me for help. And one of my questions are, have you been to therapy? Are you willing to go to therapy? I am not a therapist. I don't claim to be a therapist and I don't do the therapist work. And I think it's something that has to be done with a therapist side by side. Some people have been to therapy for many years and then they come to me to do the work. I often say if you haven't been to therapy and if you want to start working with me, you need to start working with a therapist as well. Very often, it is very expensive. BetterHelp is a leading online platform for therapy that is affordable. You don't have to leave your house. You can get it from the comfort of your sofa, your bed, your office. It's one click away. There are thousands of licensed clinicians on this platform. It's incredible. If you want to get 10% off your first month, use the link in the show notes, betterhelp.com forward slash hope to recharge. Use the link below and start your therapy from the comfort of your home. Sometimes it's so overwhelming to go to therapy. Nowadays, most therapists are on Zoom. Most clinicians are on Zoom. Let's say you travel a lot. Let's say you just don't like getting out of your house, but you want a therapist. It's so affordable. It's worth taking a look. If you're thinking about therapy and you don't know where to start, go to betterhelp.com forward slash hope to recharge. That's betterhelp.com forward slash hope to recharge. Millions of people from all over the world are using them. Start your wellness now. One of the things that I think that are not spoken up, spoken about them a lot or enough about gratitude is that gratitude happens by us as well to ourselves. You know how they say you can't love someone until you love yourself? You can't give someone with a full heart if you don't give yourself. If you feel a lack of something, you won't be able to give with an abundant, with an open heart, with an overflowing heart. The same thing is with gratitude. It's hard and almost impossible to give genuine gratitude, not just, oh, I'm going to write a thank you note. Oh, I'm going to say thank you to somebody. Oh, I'm going to just nod and say thank you. It's hard to give it if we don't give ourselves thank you. 
Are we showing up to our, for ourselves and saying thank you? One of the things that I love doing with my clients on the get-go, and if you're my client listening, you, you're probably smiling now because one of the hardest things for my clients is to write thank you notes to themselves. I, I often say before we start practicing gratitude, we need to practice it on ourselves. Write yourself a thank you note at the end of the day and once a week, write yourself a nice thank you card and send it to yourself. And thank yourself for for whatever it is that you feel like either other people are not seeing in you or don't know about in you and what you're showing up for yourself or for others or for the community or for the world. Thank yourself. Recognize yourself. If you want to be able to recognize others or you want others to recognize yourself, you or what you do, start recognizing it in yourself. And then that energy that, first of all, it's going to be fulfilled. You're not going to have that void of, oh, no one's recognizing me. No one's seeing me. Because you're seeing yourself and it all starts with us. So thank yourself. Write yourself a little gratitude note. And a lot of times my clients are like, what does that mean? How do I write myself something? So this is what it looks like by me. I'll give you an example. Dear Matana, thank you for waking up in the morning for me and choosing to live another day to the fullest. Thank you for overcoming your fears. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for making dinner for your children. Thank you for all the tasks you did around the house. Thank you for not giving up on me. And thank you for forgiving yourself for things that didn't work out the way you wished you did. And thank you for trying again today. And then I go into specifics of what I did that day. And if I did something out of my comfort zone, thank you for going out of your comfort zone for something that means a lot to you. Thank you for taking a nap. Thank you for doing that meditation. Thank you for breathing with me. I'll I'll thank myself. Thank you for breathing with me. Gratitude is so powerful and it rewires our brain. It just makes what we have feel stronger and more passionate about it. And it makes us notice the little things in life that we take for granted, the ordinary into extraordinary. Truly, and in times of adversity and pain, if a family member is going through a hard time or you're going through a hard time or as we are going now as a collective nation, we're going through a very hard time. Are we choosing to see also the gifts in life, the kindness, the joys, the moments of celebration of life? We can choose to see that and it's a choice. And the brain, it's like a magnet. The more you're going to choose to cultivate that muscle, cultivate that mindset, the more you're going to be attracted to it. And it becomes an addiction of well-being. It's really an addiction of well-being because you know the outcome of how good it feels to feel grateful, to show appreciation, to live gratefully, with gratefulness, the gratefulness of life. There is so much good that is going around, but we don't negate what's not working. And you know this, if you know me, you do not negate what's not working. You make time, you make time to grieve, you make time to work through it, you make time to be in pain, to sit in the pain, because the only way out is through. But it doesn't mean to ignore the good. It doesn't mean to ignore the good. There are so many benefits. Better sleep, better digestive systems, better clarity of mind, less procrastination, more mindfulness, being more present in every moment and living fully in the now. And when we invite moments of gratitude into our life, we are putting fear on hold or we are putting anxiety on hold because they're there but we're just 
interrupting with a commercial break of gratitude because we choose to. The difference between forcing gratitude and living gratitude is the energy that comes with it. And you ask yourself, do I want to choose to live with gratitude right now? Do I want to choose a better way of the way I am right now in this moment? And it's a choice every day and we can fluctuate up and down and up and down. But the awareness of it is the key because if there's no awareness, there's no change. The biggest way, the only way to change is through awareness. And when we track our mind and we notice our mind and we notice where we're going, are we going to more what's not working? Are we going more to what is working? When we start journaling, we really see what comes up and we let it out. We just let it out. And our voices are such a powerful tool. I'm reading this book on listening to understand. And it says that there is a power in the voice that even writing down doesn't have. So they found that when people talk to themselves, even in front of the mirror or just into a microphone like I'm doing right now, there is an energy that is created in the body of like healing. There's a healing energy when we let our thoughts come out into words. And when those thoughts, so if it's angry thoughts, it's going to be negative energy. If it's positive thoughts like gratitude, we're going to cultivate good energy in our body. Anybody that's listening here, anybody that chose to listen to Hope to Recharge is here because they want a better well-being. They want to understand the mind. They want to understand healing. They want to create a better day every day. Every day they choose and say, okay, maybe today will be 2% better than yesterday. And maybe the tomorrow will be 2% better. But it's a commitment to the process of understanding that it's showing up every day. And every day is going to look different multiple times the day. We're not going to say that our life is defined by the way my life was the last 10 years or the last year or the last month or yesterday. We're going to choose and say, I can choose to create a different way of my day-to-day with being more aware, with being more connected to what's going on, what's truly going on. When we want to cultivate more mindfulness, which cultivates more awareness, which cultivates more gratitude, because I do believe that if we're really mindful, we will be more grateful. The more mindfulness we have, the more gratitude we attract if we are present. Because Who can sit around and not see that there is so much to be grateful for? Tony Robbins says, progress equals happiness. When we are achieving progress in something that means a lot to us, we are cultivating happiness in every moment of our lives. So we, when we define what our mission is, when we define what means a lot to us, when we find that and we just show up to it every day because it's important to us. So for me, my goal is to keep my mental health. My goal is to keep cultivating a better me every single day, to learning more about myself, to learning more about humanity, to learning more about my brain. Every day I show up with this, no matter what I feel like in the morning, I say, okay, today I'm going to do a little bit more. So, and it moves a needle. Sometimes it moves a needle so little that you don't even feel it. But after a while, you will feel it. So progress equals happiness because when it's something so meaningful to you, so meaningful to you, you start noticing that happiness when there's progress. So it doesn't have to be perfection, right? It doesn't have to be for perfection. It just has to be progress. And we only have progress when we are, and we notice the progress when we're mindful about it and we're dedicated to it. If we 
don't show up every single day, or I shouldn't say every single day, if we're not consistent about showing up, it will be very hard to see progress. One of my greatest joys are that people know that I live with a passion to gratitude. I very often get either a meme or a quote or a video or something about gratitude. People love sharing it with me because they understand how much joy it brings me. And I love that people associate my name and hope to recharge with gratitude. More than with mental health, more than with mental health, I often get the same remarks about people that follow me either on social media or on WhatsApp status. They'll say, you're into two things, food and gratitude. And they say, and I love watching it because it reminds me to be more grateful. There's nothing more rewarding than that, to live with your passion and to show up with it. But as a lot of times, it could be embarrassing to talk about gratitude and I'm overcoming that shame and there's an embarrassment about it and I'm not sure why. I think because I feel like people judge me that I don't see the pain in the world, but it's the opposite. Experience such deep pain and such deep sorrow and such deep blackness in my depression and I speak to people so often about their pains and their depression. I know how gratitude is the oxygen mask and I want everyone to have it. I want people to live with more meaning even through hardship, even through mental health crises, even through adversities, even through war, we can see what is working. Why should I say, you know what? I I see it like a crutch. You have a broken leg and you can either choose to walk on it and be in pain every single time you walk on that broken leg, or you can take a crutch, or you can even take a wheelchair, or you can have people support you. That's what gratitude does. It just makes it easier and less painful to get through whatever is not working, whatever is broken, whatever is cracked, whatever we're trying to figure out. And I want everybody to have that tool and I want everybody to cultivate it in their life. I had such privileges to speak in retreats and in mental health communities and all kinds of events that had to do with adversity. Every single event that I was invited to speak to about gratitude was about adversity, whatever it was. If it was loss, if it was mental illness, if it was rehabilitation, if it was living with pursuing your goals after crises, whatever it was, it was always to build the mind. I have never gotten, I have never had the experience of going and giving a workshop on gratitude or talk on gratitude that people didn't come over to me and say, I want more of it. So how do I start? Or you gave me hope. You gave me insight or I'm so excited about this. Does it really work? How do I find out more about it? And people, it becomes a magnet, like I said before. I never got the fear of getting the negative feedback is from what I see social media is talking about toxic positivity. I want to break that stigma. It's a stigma against gratitude. I feel like there's a stigma against gratitude that it's toxic positivity and it's not. Because if you choose to be grateful, it's not toxic because it's a choice. If someone forces you to be grateful, that's toxic. But if it's a choice and you showing up, it's your you versus you, your good day versus your good day. It's your choice. It's your life. It's your day-to-day activity. It's your commitment to the process. It's your commitment of showing up again, of practicing again, to say thank you to somebody, that to be vulnerable. For me, it's thanking my children, thanking my husband, thanking the people that are my team, my teammates, thanking my community in the day to day ordinary. And it could be the same thank you over and over and over. But every time I think 
them, I feel lucky. I feel joy. I feel enthusiasm. I feel chosen and I feel better. I just feel better. What are we doing for ourselves? What do we want to be? What do we want to work on? What's important to us? How can we cultivate these small changes in our brain, in our day-to-day life with our own tools? I call working with me the VIP program because I handhold you through the process and sometimes the process is very lonely and hard and frustrating and you want to just make sure you get it right to guide you through it with somebody that went through it. Sometimes you need a therapist, a psychiatrist, a coach and somebody like me, somebody that went through the same thing, the same challenge as I did. And I love working with people that are ready to do the work because it is expensive. It's a lifelong investment into yourself, into your future. When you start working with a therapist, with a coach or with someone like me, you're investing into your long-term stability, into your long-term mental health. People often ask me, can I work with you? How many times? What does it look like? And I say, it's not about how many times. What are you willing to do to show up, to work on yourself, to make the changes? How ready are you? Because if you're not ready, the investment will go south. You could say, I don't know where I want to go. I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't even believe it can, but I'm no longer willing to stay in this position where I am now. Choose yourself. What are you willing to do to bring awareness to yourself, to your mental health, to your stability, to change? How are you going to impact yourself that you will impact the world? If you want to work one-on-one with me, link is in the show notes. Happy to answer any questions that you have. One-on-one with Matana. Schedule a free 30-minute consultation that we can see if you are ready. Be ready for change. Be ready to work hard. Be ready to see a different you. Last week I had a very hard day. Very to say the least. And I think I told Ari that it was one of my hardest days in I think seven years or eight years so much was going on and it was bad like my energy I was shaking it was multiple things that were happening simultaneously emotional and physical and I was just having a bad day I turned off the computer I went outside I have a beautiful new patio that we finally got after 20 years was visual I was visualizing this beautiful patio and I sat there and I just took deep breaths And I kept on saying, I'm going to choose to move out of this pain right now because I gave it enough time and now it's time to focus on what is working. And I sat out there for 20 minutes, a half an hour. I cried a little bit. I meditated a lot. I was focusing on my breath and I was focusing on everything that was going well in my life. After an hour, I must have gone from maybe I was at 30% of my positive energy. And I went, I would say at least to 85, maybe 90% of positive. I just, and it wasn't fake because I chose it. And I was so grateful. And I said, I'm so thankful that I get to go to sleep at night with a full grateful heart. Things didn't change. Nothing changed in the facts of my life. Nothing changed. The same facts in the morning were there at night. But I chose to focus on what is working. And I felt so much better. I went to sleep in peace, in a sense of joy, a sense of hope. That's resilience. Like I, w- I was exercising the tool of gratitude when I was depleted, when I felt a little hopeless even. 
hopeless about certain situations. And I was like, okay, I need to do this exercise. This is when we have to put it into effect. I say, I always tell my kids, practice makes better. It's never perfect because perfect is not a destination. So practice makes better. Show up to it every day that when you really need it in crisis, they say in the army, so they practice, practice, practice for in Israel, they practice for so many years in order to be on alert for crisis time for war and you won't know when you're going to need it because it's going to come in surprise often it comes on surprise so with mental illness or with adversities in life it comes without knocking on the door and saying okay I'm going to come tomorrow there's no meeting set up for adversity and say okay this is when it's going to happen it usually hits you without preparation so you need to be so good at practicing gratefulness to practicing the great fullness of life the great fullness of life. I'm going to say that again. The ups, the downs, the medium, the uncertainty, the fears, the pains. So it's the great fullness of life and navigating through it with practicing gratitude because it's your choice, because you cultivated that mindset, you cultivated that energy, you cultivated that way of thinking of choice. And what do you want? And ask yourself in the morning, what do I want? Do I want to stay in the victim? So if you do stay there, it's okay. But then ask yourself, when am I ready to step out of this this pain that I'm going through and the intensity and say, okay, I'm ready to shift it. I'm ready to do the work to shift it. And it's through mindfulness, breath work, breathing through it, breathing, deep breaths. You know what activates gratitude the most? Opening your shoulders open opening it, sitting straight, your feet on the ground, closing your eyes, listening to the sound of your breath, just listening to that sound of your breath slowly. And naturally, you start feeling better. And just connecting to that breath activates the emotion of gratitude. It's really like magic. So here, Thanksgiving is coming. And I always have a hard time highlighting gratitude during Thanksgiving, because I feel like it's not only on Thanksgiving week in November, as Jews also celebrated on Hanukkah, and on Passover, and every Shabbat, and every morning, with our Modani, Thank you. We thank God every morning before we get out of bed. We thank God for returning our soul and trusting in us for another day. So we have a lot of practices in order to cultivate gratitude. But our, I know a lot of people practice it. I was that. I was practicing it, but it was on it was an autopilot. I wasn't mindful about the practice. So I was just it was lip service. So I was doing it, but I wasn't feeling the impact because I wasn't mindful about it. So if we notice whatever your culture, your environment, whatever you're choosing, you could choose to put into practice into your life things that will cultivate more gratitude to others, gratitude to yourself, gratitude to God. God, if you trust in God, if you believe in God, if you connect to God, whatever God looks like to you, your life will transform. You're going to see, you're going to see changes in your relationships, changes in your energy, changes in your health, changes in so many things just because you choose to show up with gratitude. So I ask you, are you willing at this moment to take a pause, close this episode when you're done and take a note, write a thank you card to somebody that means a lot to you or maybe somebody that you don't even know and tell them how much it means to you. My daughter, my younger daughter said, there's somebody in school that I really appreciate and she's so nice. She's the nicest person. And whenever I speak to her, she's always with a smile and she makes me feel amazing. I said, write it to her. 
whatever you told me, tell her and write it down. And she was so excited to do that. And I said, sometimes you can give it with a chocolate bar or just like, it could be an email. It could be, I'd rather a handwritten one, something more like a gift. It could be a small gift. Oh my God, this was a crazy story that happened yesterday. Every day at 4 p.m., I pick up my daughter from school. Now it's a two minute drive and a seven minute walk, but I'm usually too lazy to walk and too last minute. So I drive there and we live right around the corner from a different school. And every day I have to go by the school where all the buses are parked and I have to pray to God that I'm going to get through that pathway without a car coming against me. I always fear that path because there's so many kids there and I always wave to the security guards. My daughter and I become friends with the security guards that are helping navigate the traffic on that road, the 20 buses and the cars from both ways and I always wave to them and every now and then I'll give them cookies or once the guard was standing out there and started pouring so I gave him my umbrella and he stopped me every now and then and he's like you're the kindest person and I looked at him like you were standing in the pouring rain helping us and I'm the kind person you're the kind person because you are protecting us yesterday there was a new guard she was directing the traffic so I stopped right by her and I said thank you so much for keeping us safe thank you for standing here and thank you for directing the traffic and making it easier for me to pass and she gave me the greatest smile like probably hundreds of cars go by and no one says thank you to her or maybe they wave or something like that. She was glowing. She was literally glowing. Now this saved a life. I stopped. It was an extra 15 seconds of the interaction because there were cars behind me. And then I went and I was going very slowly. And then a kid runs into the street and then somebody pulls her back. Now, if I would be there 10 seconds earlier, I would probably run over this girl because she was running in between the buses that were parked and she didn't look. She was a little girl. And the teacher pulled her because she was running to her mother that was parked across the street illegally so dangerous and I was shaking and I'm like my god I looked at my daughter Tifer and I said oh my god Tifer gratitude saved this girl's life if I was a few seconds earlier I would run that girl over it was frightening and I said wow gratitude saved this little kid's life because she ran into the street in between and she wasn't looking even though there were cross guards on both sides of the street and I drive very slowly on these roads because I'm so afraid if sometimes I get this big fear and I just go all the way around to avoid that crossroad but it's right by the corner of my street it's like four houses down from my house so I go through there but I said wow Look at that. I'm sure that today when I'm going to go, this guard is going to stop me and say something about it because it was frightening for everybody. And they were shocked that this girl ran into the street. Now, I could have hit a girl. And I woke up this morning and I texted the teacher because I know the teacher. And I texted her right after it happened when I parked. And I said, thank you for saving that girl's life. And thank you for protecting me from hurting somebody. Literally, she protected because she pulled her out of the street. And this morning, the first thing I felt when I woke up was gratitude for that moment that could have been a disaster. So again, I texted her and I said, thank you so much for being there and for being an eyes to these kids and caring so deeply and being so fast in a moment of crisis. It could have been the biggest crisis. It's split second. If she wouldn't pull that girl's coat, she would be, God forbid, under my car. It's practicing it. It's practicing. And I could have been beating myself up. Oh my God. Oh my God. What have happened? What have happened? What would have happened? And I chose to go into gratitude. And I said, thank God for this teacher. Thank God it didn't happen. Thank God I stopped 
to say thank you thank god thank god thank god thank god and i kept on just cultivating the gratitude because i was feeling so shaken up and so scared and i do believe that if i didn't have the tool of gratitude and to know how to apply it properly i would have probably needed to take like some kind of anti-anxiety meds or i would be angry at the kids or i wouldn't show up properly for dinner or whatever it was or being angry at everybody else because i was in fear of myself of what could have happened what a mouthful when I talk about gratitude, people often say to me, what's your favorite topic? And I say gratitude. I could talk about it all day, every day, unlimitedly, in the middle of the night. Wake me up and I'll talk about gratitude. If you have an event that you want to bring some joy, some insight, some resilience, some hope, some practical tips about gratitude, reach out to me. In 2024, I'm trying to make more time for these workshops in smaller, big events. My goal is in 2024 to empower over 200,000 people face-to-face -to, -face to implement more gratitude in their life. So my goal is to see that many people face-to-face, -face, not through the podcast, but face-to-face -face and either a workshop or one of my speeches that I love giving. That's the way you do it. It's one person at a time speaking about gratitude and grateful living, cultivating those relationships through gratitude. Relationships become more meaningful when we live with a more grateful heart, authentic grateful heart. I want to say thank you. Thank you for all my listeners. Thank you for our sponsors. Thank you for all of you that sent the most beautiful notes, the most beautiful notes. I was thinking of maybe starting this podcast with some reading out some of the notes that I got over the years. If it was in the beginning, you know that I decided to do it. Thank you for all the people that chose to support us financially, physically with my team members. I am so grateful. I'm grateful for everyone that helped me get here because I would not be able to get here without my listeners, without my team, without my children, Ari, of course, the producers and the community. There is no successful podcast without the listeners. And each and every one of you, thank you for showing up. Thank you for listening. Thank you for trusting us in this process. Thank you for listening to my voice. Thank you for walking with me. Thank you for taking me into your naps. Thank you for taking me into your dinner table, wherever I am showing up with you. If it's in the car, if it's on the boardwalk, if it's on your run, if it's in your downtime, wherever it is, thank you for choosing me. And I want to give you a wish and a blessing that you will get to cultivate gratitude in your life, at least like I did. And you should be able to see the outcome 10 times more than I did because it's the power of life. It really gives so much strength and so much joy and so much meaning to our ordinary life. Love you all. Thank you. We would love to hear from you. And if there's anything that we need to do better, please let us know and enjoy that turkey. Turkey is one of my favorite foods. We do not do Thanksgiving on Thursday. I do personally in my house Thanksgiving on Shabbat. On Friday night, I'm going to make turkey, pumpkin pie, butternut squash, green beans, meatballs, it's going to be a festival here Friday night. And I'm so excited. I love that taste of turkey, soft turkey with the vegetables and the mashed potatoes and the gravy and the cranberry crunch. Yum. Every Friday night, we have a big meal by us every single Friday night. It's not Thanksgiving theme, but every Friday night is a big, big, big night. If you follow me on Instagram or on Facebook or on WhatsApp, often you see some of what I share of what I cook. And every Friday 
Friday night, I sit down by the table and I just revel over my joy of the texture, of being with people, of the tastes, of the aromas, of the joy, the joy of just being together with such delicious food, with the ability to make my own food, with kids that help me, with Ari that shops, just so much joy with so many guests that come in and out of my house. And my daughter limits me to three times a meal that I'm allowed to revel with joy and say how grateful I am. She's like, okay, mommy, three times a meal. That's it. And I have to hold myself back and I have to ask myself, what am I willing to give up not saying? I said to her, that's not fair. It's not fair that she limits me to only three times. I usually go for 10 times and then at the end and then after and I'm just happy. That doesn't mean that there's not a lot of bickering and fighting and the regular, but we infuse it with a lot of gratitude. Anyway, lots of love. Enjoy whatever you're doing on this weekend. Make it meaningful. Make it impactful. Make it joyful, even if it's only 2% more than last year. Lots of love. Thank you for listening till the end. We highly appreciate all of our listeners. And Mental Health Together is better. You being here means a tremendous amount to us. If you enjoyed this episode and you would like some extra boost of information and inspiration that is not on the podcast, you can go to our website, hopetorecharge.com. There's some premium content that for the cost of a cup of coffee, you can download some amazing information that will help you, a tool that will guide you through life. So don't skip a beat. Don't hesitate. Go to hopetorecharge.com and see what other offerings we have there for your mental health well-being. Thank you for joining us. And remember, if you enjoyed this and you want to say thank you, the best way of gratitude will be by you leaving a review or a comment or sharing this with a loved one. There is no greater form of gratitude for us. Thank you. Bye till next time. Looking to reduce your anxiety and stress, relax your muscles, or get a better night's sleep? Check out Maxifies.com, 100% legal hemp, where you can find doctor-formulated, lab-certified, high-quality CBD oils, tinctures, and other items, cultivated, grown, harvested, and packaged in the United States, and available in different sizes and strength formulas. Check out Maxifies.com, that's M-A-X-I-F-Y-Z.com, and use coupon code HOPE to get 10% off your order, plus free shipping. That's Maxifies.com.